Hello, my figgy goddess! Are you curious about spiritual coaching? Have you ever wondered if spiritual coaching is for you? Well, we discuss all your burning questions with my spiritual mentor, Amira Rose. This episode is for everyone, no matter your religious or non-religious orientation. I'll also share my personal path with you and how I came to decide on spiritual coaching, which may give you some extra insight. So stay tuned. Welcome, goddess, to your sacred space. This is my Figgy Life podcast, where we openly discuss life's wins and losses on our journeys to self-discovery. This is your best life. This is your Figgy Life. And now, here is your host, Jean. Let me start my introduction of our guest by saying that she truly changed my life. She really allowed me to explore what I needed to in my own way and time, and I'm so happy to have her on the show. Our guest today is the one and only Amira Rose. She has been holding space and guiding women during times of transformation for decades. What once started as supporting her clients as a professional midwife transformed into being a midwife for the soul. How awesome is that? She believes birth can manifest in many forms, as we all have the opportunity to birth new life, new versions of ourselves and everything that we are meant to bring into this world. She has a long and impressive list of credentials, which include a master's degree in educational science. She's a certified professional midwife, law of attraction coach, life and success coach, and a transformational life coach. Amira is also qualified in clinical hypnotherapy and is a neuro-linguistic programming practitioner. It doesn't end there, though. Her expertise and experience are vast, and I urge you to check this out for yourself on her website, trueyoubydesign.com. Thank you for this beautiful introduction. So, yeah. <laughs> to just have a little bit of an introduction of why I asked you to come on this show, I thought it would be good to just perhaps give a bit of background of how mm -hmm. we met. So, I think I met you at a time in my life where I felt that, and I think we'll explore this a little bit more, but that there was more and I needed help on a different level. So, as you know, I have panic disorder and I've been struggling with this anxiety disorder for a pretty long time. And I also have issues of childhood trauma and all of that that came together. And I spent many years in therapy, but I came to a point where I felt I needed something different. So I think that really leads us into the, the big question of the moment, which I think we will continuously explore through the episode, but that is, what is spiritual coaching? So is it correct for me to refer to you as a spiritual coach or do you use the term life coach? Mm. Like, how would you define it? <sighs> well, in, in the end, in my opinion, it's just a name. Like, I mean, one day I can call myself a spiritual mentor, the other day a transformational life coach. I think at the end, what really matters is like the work you're doing with your clients. But yes, like I would say, it says like spiritual life coaching. And I would like myself, I would myself consider a spiritual mentor. For me, mentoring is more the kind of work that I'm doing because sometimes people, when they hear life coaching, they have a certain image or, you know, certain things that come up that don't resonate a lot with what I'm doing. So yeah, it's yeah. more like spiritual mentoring, I would say, or spiritual life coaching. 
That's a wonderful way to yeah. put it. I also really prefer the word mentoring mm. to coaching as yeah. well. It's um, more like the deep inner and, work, you know, like coaching. Sometimes it's really like, what is your goal? And I help you, how, you know, help you along the journey, how yes. to get there. And I would say my work is much deeper. It's more about the inner healing and, you know, the inner transformation and the guidance and the reconnecting and realigning with yourself. So yeah. I would say it's more than just regular coaching. Yeah, if that makes sense. For sure. It for me completely because I've been through it now with you, but it does have much more profound impact, I think a very deep impact on your life if you're ready for it. The reason why I went to spiritual coaching, I think I actually went through two series of sessions with you because uh, I felt so enlightened by everything I learned. I I yeah. I wanted to continue my journey. But yeah. initially, it was, I think, as you recall, I had severe issues with self-acceptance and self-love. And a lot of that was reflected on my body image. And I think why that was so difficult for me is because, as I now refer to it in my other life, in that professional career, I was in a space where I needed to be super strong all the time. I couldn't be seen to be weak or not in control or assertive or confident. And then it makes that whole kind of experience with you not being in a good space with self-love very almost like you're ashamed of it and like you have to hide mm -hmm. it, which, which makes it worse, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. this is definitely one of the reasons I came. And the, the other one was one we also spoke about a lot, which was I was really hungry for a sense of inner peace there are a lot of like life situations and reasons and you know circumstances why people reach a point in their life where they are ready to seek out help and and reach out for someone and what i realized is that mostly it's that they kind of they're in a point in their life where they tried out a lot of things mm. they tried maybe therapy counseling you know or trying to just keep up with life something like this and then they realized there is something more I need to do some some deeper work some you know I have to dig deeper and do something which goes beyond and often maybe they are at a crossroads at their lives right that can also be one thing and that's sometimes or it's oftentimes a point where they reach out okay. and yes what you said about the self-love piece and also the inner piece that are very common things people find me or come to me I don't know why this is. Maybe it's because it's the kind of work that I do. Like every coach and every mentor has like a specific niche or like specific topics. And I would say like energetically, I'm kind of radiating this piece because it has been also like an important piece in my, you know, own uh, journey of yeah. healing. So I would say like, as I said at the beginning, like clients and, and mentors kind of find each other energetically. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, maybe that's also something that, you know, people feel from the beginning when they found the website or, you know, when we do this first free session and then it clicks and then it's, you know, yeah. the piece you're working on. Yeah, that's very true. I think that's the most important thing, maybe, is that you have to have that kind of energetic synergy with the person mm. you're taking this journey with, because it's really difficult work. You're very vulnerable in that space. Yeah. And it's not easy to kind of share these inner fears 
with somebody, being able to connect with that person just makes the journey so much more meaningful. Absolutely. I think that also in therapy, counseling, and especially in, in a work like this, it, for me, it's kind of the basic or like the most important part that it has to be a real alignment with the client and the coach. So otherwise, as you said, like you wouldn't open up, you wouldn't have the trust to really go on this inner transformational journey. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. So I, I have some sure. key questions I want to ask you. When I first came to you, I had a history of being in therapy for the various things that I knew I needed to deal with. But as I also explained to you, I came to a point where I felt like in therapy, I was continually rehashing everything that had happened. Like I was never getting to a point where I could just say, okay, I'm at peace with it. It's over. I, I want to move forward. I wanted to move in a forward direction, you know, and it felt like I was stepping back all the time. So would you define this type of mentorship, as we said, spiritual mentorship as therapy? Because, you know, it's, I, I, I don't know, I'm not an expert, but the entire process feels completely different to me, a lot more holistic and natural and free. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like there, I wouldn't, I mean, I'm not a therapist. I mean, I worked in counseling and all of this. So I, I did some deeper work with clients, but no, like, I'm not a therapist and it's also, it's very different from therapy. Like, as you said, like therapy, especially like the um, psychoanalytic um, therapy is more like going back to your childhood and see like, you know, where mm. do your issues come from or stem from? So it's more this perspective on, you know, seeing what was there, what needs to be healed. Like the spiritual mentoring is more about, for me, it's more like really guiding my clients back to their own inner truth, to their own inner wisdom. Mm. I mean, you can give it different names. Like some say it's your soul, some say it's your higher self or your inner being or, you know, however you want to call it. It's this piece of you that's that's whole and that is connected to this greater universe. Yeah. You know, <laughs> there are also, again, different names for it. So I like as a spiritual mentor, I would see myself as someone holding space and guiding my clients back to reconnecting and realigning to this part, which is always there, you know, yeah. which is always like, it may be like clouded or like maybe like very kind of hidden somewhere. Yes, or, it's you dormant. Know, you might yeah. be dis dormant or you may be disconnected from it, but it's always there because we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Yeah. So I would say it's really the work about you know realigning and seeing how to reconnect to that part inside of you oh wow and for me that's where all the wisdom and all the um, the answers are really found I really believe that like it's not something I mean it's like you could say something that a lot of people are saying like in quotes and blah 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 but I really believe this yeah. like I had a lot of experiences myself and also with my clients so for me, it's um, a truth. Yes. Gosh, I, I mean, I, I, there are so many things I want to get through, but I, I find it difficult to proceed because <laughs> I'm so drawn in every time you speak. I remember oh. even from our sessions, I was always thinking, oh my gosh, we don't have enough time to have oh. to hash out all of these things. There's so many questions, <laughs> but it's it's very true. It is a spiritual journey. And this is just from what you were saying now, there are so many words for it. There are so many ways to refer to it. And 
this is also something that I really appreciated in your process is everything is it's an open space. So you're not you never feel forced to see things a certain way or call things a certain way or believe in things a certain way. It's your journey. And you always make that very clear. And I think that's super important because it's not a religious thing, right? It's a spiritual thing. And how you define that is is completely up to you. Absolutely. And that, I mean, as I already mentioned, like there might be different like mentors out there who kind of like do this differently. But for, for me, it's really like holding the space and opening the space for my clients to find their own truth that can be very different from the truth of, you know, someone else. So yeah, yes, absolutely. And, you know, I would never, I would always be very skeptical if someone wants to tell you like what's true or telling you in which direction to go. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I think this reminds me of something super profound you told me in one of our sessions. And we were talking exactly about this topic. And I was having difficulty with this new spiritual exploration I was doing with you and I was enjoying the journey you were showing me and the depth I thought I was reaching in the spiritual journey but it was strange to me because other people are not necessarily there and I would never want to force anything on them and one specific example I gave you is the respect that my husband and I have for each other because he has a completely different way of seeing things than I do and you told me that we have to have love and patience with those who see things different from us and, and respect that. And I have always remembered those words because, you know, you have situations in life <laughs> yeah. where it's sometimes difficult to remember yeah. that, but that was, that rang so true for me. And I think I actually wrote it in my gratitude journal one morning oh. that you that you said oh, that. That's so good to know. <laughs> yeah. No, and, and it's, I mean, even... I have to remind myself of that truth as well, like sometimes, because of course, everyone is on his or her own journey. And this journey, like we are all on a journey, right? Through life. Yeah. And this journey can look so different for each and every one of us. And there is nothing to judge or, you know, compare because we are all different. We all have a different background. We all have a different karma, mm. different past lives, even if you go back like this. So, yeah, and we all have different purposes for, for this lifetime. We all have different things to complete, to learn, to heal from. So, yeah, absolutely. We all have different beliefs. And that's all. That's actually the beauty of life, right? That is the beauty yeah. of our human experience here. <laughs> so I want to go back quickly to what we were talking about in terms of this is different than therapy and how it is different. And I want to make this very clear to our listeners. As I've said before, I do have panic disorder and I have a wonderful psychiatrist that has been extremely helpful and supportive in my journey with my medication I need to take and helping me to find a space where I feel comfortable with that. But this is one very important thing, I think, from spiritual coaching or mentors is and I think this is also why I have so much respect for you is you still have respect for that part, right? That there is sometimes a necessity to to have that kind of medical intervention. Because I mean, before I met you, I actually had, I don't know what you call it, a connection call or, you know, where you, you speak to... Kind of a discovery call. A discovery call. <laughs> 
And, (laughs) you know, one of the first things she said to me was, oh, no, 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 you shouldn't be on these medications. You know, we should get you on these holistic things or these natural. And am I right to be kind of weary of that? Because there's also nothing wrong with having to take medication to live a better quality life. Oh, absolutely. Like, I mean, we discussed this a lot. Like, there is actually nothing wrong or right. It's just the way you use things. And also depending on your own, as we said, like on your own journey or your own point of life where you're at right now, right? So if you have a history, for example, of mental disorders or whatever, of course, there are, it's good to have some regular medication. And depending on your journey, maybe you will get off of these you know, at a certain point in time or not, but it doesn't matter. It's just for some, it's part of the journey. So there is nothing that should be judged or something that should be completely called wrong or the other things right or this stuff. And I don't believe in this. I believe in like really coexisting like modalities and and therapies. Oh yeah. That's a wonderful way to help healing. Coexisting modality. I love Mm. that. Yeah. Also, like when you look in regular medicine, like, I mean, you know, I have a background in um, as a midwife, like I worked in the medical field. So there I'm very familiar with this, you know, discussion around regular medicine Mm. or holistic medicine. So for me, it was never a question either or, but like it has to be coexistent, Mm. has to be in partnership with each other. And I mean, it's a holistic approach to what gets you to a space where you're healthy and comfortable and balanced and that approach is different for everybody because everybody like you say it comes from a different background different needs so I want to talk a little bit about your method and this is something that has kind of stuck with me When we first met and I had decided to do the sessions with you, you sent me a questionnaire that I needed to complete before we started. And um, I must say, it took me quite a while (laughs) to answer it. Um, And some, well, most of the answer or most of the questions to me were pretty profound questions, not questions that you just have like an easy snap answer to, especially if you find yourself in this space where you feel there's more, but you're not 100% sure what that more looks like. So it helped me a lot because it really helped me to, okay, sit down and really think about this and really define what exactly is it that I want from this. And why did I choose you to guide me through this journey? But, and I'm going to highlight some specific questions that were pretty profound to me, but I just was wondering, how does this go in a culture or a society where we're used to quick wins and quick gratification and we want easy fixes? I mean, does everybody just complete it? And they have no issue with it, or are there, no. you know, or are there many <laughs> that just decide, listen, this is way too much for me. I'm. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good question. Now, what, the thing is, like, um, for me, like, I set up this questionnaire to really get to know my clients or my prospect clients on a deeper level because I really want to help them on their journey. So it's for me, it's really, you know, getting to know them. But on the other hand, as you said, like 
really sitting down and then answering all these questions in a deep and profound way. It it's the moment where the healing and the um, the transformation already starts, right? Yeah. And I think it already says it like in the in the intro of the yes. for the questionnaire. <laughs> it's kind of like journaling can be very healing and very transformational. So really digging deep into these questions is kind of a therapeutic journaling, you know? So it's both, right? I wouldn't even consider it as a method, but yeah, it's really, it has these two components. And it also, like, it shows that when you are ready to do the coaching, you are ready to put in the work to answer the questions, right? Yes. So someone who is not willing yeah, to commit to their own inner work and healing and transformational healing. I think that would be a little bit too much for them. So it really, it shows like if someone is ready for this transformational journey. And I think that's the key also in terms of this journey is it really is, I really kind of thought and saw you as a guide, but I needed to do the work because at the end of the day, you can't do the transformation for me. You have to do it yourself. And as you know, I also have some experience in coaching, but more in a professional environment. And this is something that I know is very frustrating because I always used to say when, I, when I'm coaching teams, there, there are three types of leaders. The leaders who are ready for change and want change and do their best to see that change realized and they're super committed. Then there are those that think they're ready. They really do honestly believe that they are ready. But once the work starts, it's like, oh, wait a minute. I think this is a little bit too much for me. <laughs> and then those that are just there because either the company paid for them to be there or like they couldn't care less. Yeah. So this is why I, I was wondering, how is it for you to, mm. to deal with this kind of mindset, this cultural mindset that we have? Because I'm sure many yeah. people that come to you expect you to have the magic trick, you know, and just fix everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's why I do, I mean, most coaches, but I also do like this free um, discovery calls where you get to know each other. And I think I already make it very clear at the beginning, even in these calls that I'm not someone, you know, who's telling you do this and do that. And I show you how to get from A to B or A to Z or whatever you want to call it. Um, but I'm more like the space holder and the guide, yes. you know, and holding the space, guiding you to do your own inner work. And I think these calls, and I also have like some, like a small questionnaire before you enter this um, discovery call. and it's already like when people are not ready, like you can see it in the answers. They are very like short. And sometimes I discuss it with them in the, um, like in this discovery session. So that's the reason why you do these sessions to really make clear, not only if you're a good fit working together, but also to see like, if you're ready to put in the yeah. commitment, like time wise, money wise, of course, but also like it's like inner work is, this real work you know it's yeah and it's not easy but um, this is yeah. also something that uh, um you know i always believed but you uh, articulated so well to me is you know we all want to see change but it's weird to me and it's difficult for me to understand that we're willing to put time and effort into our jobs into cooking being a mom being a wife running the household but we're not willing to invest that time 
in ourselves. And the irony of that is that you yourself is the one going through all of these motions. So if, if you're not willing to build the foundation that keeps the engine running, everything else right. is going to eventually <laughs> fall apart, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. So you said spiritual coaching is right for someone who is willing to make a commitment to their own inner healing and growth. Someone who has to come to a point in her life where she wants to take the journey one step further and is therefore reaching out to somebody to go to the next level. Is that the reason that you would use to define this questionnaire and your method? Yes, I would. Like in the end, the actual sessions, like the mentorship program can look very different in the end. As I said, mm -hmm. like people come from different walks of life with different life situations and they are at different points in their life and have different questions and things going on. So in the end, it can look very different. But yes, like in general, like as yeah, yeah. it's it's exactly how you, you articulated it before. So can we explore some of the questions right from my questionnaire that I received that stood out to me? And I think I didn't struggle with the most, but definitely gave me the most food for thought okay. that I had to, to answer. And, and one of these were, the, I think it's part of the first question. It's a double question. And the second half is why did I want to work with you? And of course, I had the whole color thing going, but it, that was a really difficult thing to answer because... At that moment, you're so unsure as to where this path is going to lead. And I think that's the perfect question to start with, because you immediately have to think, well, why am I here? And why do I think this person, in this case, you will be able to get me to the other side or where I'm hoping to go? Yeah, it's definitely also where you have to be honest with yourself right I remember I once had someone reaching out to me and she really said like oh now everyone is doing coaching so I wanted to try it out <laughs> myself so no I mean yeah that's what's happening these days right but yeah so really asking yourself like why are you here why do you want to invest time money and you know yes. yourself on this journey you really have to be honest yeah so for sure <laughs> And you also asked, what are your specific goals for this program? And this to me was pretty profound because I think it's so easy when you come to this space, again, only knowing you want more, but not completely knowing what that is. And then having to define the goals that you set for yourself, because it's so easy to say, oh, I want my life to be better. I want to be calmer. I, I just want to be generally in a better space. But what does that look like to you? And this is one of the conversations we had when we were working on one of my goals that I then set is to have the inner peace. And I was really struggling with that. And I would like you to maybe just elaborate a little bit on what you told me. You said to me that we did a series of questions, actually, where the essence of it is, well, what does peace look like to you? What does it feel like to you? I mean, when we talk about goals, like I'm not a big fan of like set a goal and then go for it because there is more to it. It's just, it's not that simple yeah. as it sometimes is portrayed, but it's really important to get clear on what do you want to achieve when you work with a mentor? So what are your goals? What do you want to achieve for yourself, for your life? Otherwise, you can't really define if, if that has been a good experience for you or not, or if it's just has helped you on your journey like looking back at the end and goals always have to be specific 
you have to know, like just having a better life or whatever. It's a little bit hard. You can't get clear on the steps you need to take or, for example, also the inner work. Like, for example, what limiting beliefs have to be removed to achieve what yes. you want. Also, like first you have to get clear on what you specifically want to achieve. And then you can see specifically how you can get there. Mm -hmm either the inner work or like taking specific steps, you know what I yes. mean? So that's very true. That's why it's very important to get very specific on what you want to achieve. Yes. And then you also asked, I think more towards the end of the questionnaire, what are your spiritual beliefs? And this was a very important one for me. And part of the reason why I wanted to get involved in these sessions. And it was, I think, probably the most difficult one for me to answer because I think many of us come from a background where we are so, I don't want to use the word indoctrinated because that's too heavy for what I'm trying to convey, but we're so stuck in what we think we're supposed to believe and how we're supposed to practice that belief that it really, like you say, limits is a limiting belief because you can't get past that. And I had so many things that I wanted to say in terms of, well, this is how I see it, or this is how I think I see it. But I was actually scared to say that because I really felt like there's a right and a wrong answer to this. And I was wondering if this is something that comes up a lot for many people. Mm, I would say it really depends on where you're coming from. And I'm asking this question just to get an idea of where my clients come from. Yeah. Like what, for example, do they come up from, uh, come from a family where they had a very religious upbringing and this still plays a role in their life? Like, as you said, as internal belief and, you know, doctrines they have internalized. Or do they have, like, for example, already acquired some beliefs themselves, like by doing some, I don't know, spiritual work? So it can be very different, but it definitely for sure plays an important role. So that's why I'm asking these questions. And yeah. And I think mm -hmm. the last question I want to highlight, which I think really brings us to the heart of this conversation as well, is... What kind of spiritual experiences have you had? And I mean, this is really the heart and soul for me, at least of spiritual mentorship. Is that more that you're looking for, but you don't know how to define? And when I first came to you, I had had some experiences that I was really scared to verbalize because I felt like it was wrong or bad or weird. <laughs> and you really helped me see the really the beauty in that and the peace that comes with that. And it's such an important message for me that I want to bring across in this episode, because I really feel like we don't trust our intuition enough and the spiritual experiences that we have enough. And to have somebody to validate that for you and, you know, say this is not bad or wrong is, is really empowering. I'm so happy that you say this and uh, that you experience it like this. <laughs> and yes, for sure. Like, I mean, maybe coming back to your very first question, like what is the difference between regular coaching and this more spiritual life coaching? I include all of like these experiences and, you know, your intuitive insights and all of this that you brought up in your sessions. And yes, of course, that's a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. 
So we've spoken about really just in an introductory way, why people seek spiritual coaching. We've explored now what is spiritual coaching and the method that you use. And I've explained a little bit about why I sought spiritual coaching. As I said in the beginning, the repeat conversations I was having about rehashing the past and I wanted to move forward. But it was a difficult decision for me to make because it felt like I hit a ceiling. But I think especially for people with panic disorder, it's very scary to consider something different because you tend to start clinging on to what feels safe to you. And, you know, it's just how your mind works when you have this anxiety. It's like, oh, if I don't do this thing exactly the way I'm supposed to do it and speak to exactly the same people, then everything's going to go awry and I'm going to have panic attacks. So it was a big decision to make, a good decision, but a big decision to make. And th that was the reason I wanted to try something different. But why do you think most people really seek spiritual coaching, you know, really focusing on the spiritual part of it? Mm. I would say like most of the people, as I said in the beginning, like they came to a point in their life where they realized there is something more to what we see and feel with our five senses. Mm. Like they may might have had some experiences that go beyond that. They might have had some experiences with, you know, their own intuition and maybe also like extrasensory perceptions or like dreams or whatever symbols they might have realized that there is something more to, you know, what we consider our world around us. Yeah. So that might be one reason they come to seek out spiritual coaching. And a lot of people also, they are kind of at a crossroads in their life where they see like the old is not working anymore. And they want, they're kind of like in a, in a, I wouldn't say a crisis, but like at a point in their life where there is a big transformation going on. Mm. And they are kind of seeking out new ways that are different from the old that they've already tried, like maybe yeah. their, their whole life, right? And I think the first session we had, and this is so true that you're saying uh, you've maybe had some kind of spiritual experience and you want to take it a little bit further. I was telling you about a dream I had when I was sleeping one afternoon and the door to my bedroom had opened and there was a dove and I could see this really bright light and I felt so loved and so happy and so excited and somebody just kind of walked away from me into the light but I, I had no way of defining what this person even looked like or or any of that and you gave me so much validation to that experience of you know maybe it is time for you to explore this you're in a safe space you're calm you have security you have a support system so maybe this is a message or a signal for you to move on with this road you know <laughs> Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like for you, it was really like these kinds of experiences and you were ready to explore them further. And I like looking back, I think that was also the reason why you accidentally found me. Like I don't believe in accidents, but <laughs> probably it was the energetic alignment that you found me because with a mentor and clients, it's always like the mentor like is on a journey herself or himself as well. They are just like one step maybe further than their clients. So I already experienced a lot of these spiritual things. Yeah. So maybe you found me like in this energetic alignment to also explore these things. You know what I mean? Yes. And then I could hold the space for 
exploring these things that you already experienced before and then you felt safe and told to explore them a little bit yeah and yeah that's also true for other things you know it's always you have to find the right mentor who can hold the space because he or she already walked like this path before you know what I mean yes so for sure yeah so just for our listeners who may be interested in following this path or exploring it could you maybe tell us what are the two or three most common questions you get from how should we refer to people like me that come for guidance to you is it clients patients mentees <laughs> <laughs> I always say clients, but so client. what are the two or <laughs> <Friends>. three? <laughs> yes. What are the two or three most common questions that you mostly get asked at the beginning, you know, yeah. the first time they reach out to you? That's a good question. It's hard to define because I really see my clients as so individualized and diff like they are really like true, precious individuals. Yeah. So it's always hard to, but I would say like one question I get a lot is about what is my purpose? Like, as I said, like when they are at a point in their life where the old is not working anymore and they are seeking something new when they know it's time for change, for transformation, they're oftentimes questioning like, what is like, why am I here? What is my true purpose? So I would say that is one big um, question. Oh gosh, that's the biggest uh, one. Actually, I think that's the yeah. biggest life question. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> And like, is there a purpose or do we give it that? Yeah, it's a big discussion. And another thing is, it's often the question like, who am I really? Like, what, who, who am I? Like, what is, wow, yeah. Who is the true me? And also, like, I mean, I renamed my business into True You by Design because it's such a big part. How do you find out who is your true self and who are you without the clutter, without the conditioning and without all your experiences so far, right? What is behind? Who is the true self behind? I think that is even the biggest question when I think about it now. Yeah. So <laughs> um, I can imagine. Yeah. I, I yeah. Uh, For me, even that's a question I ask myself every day. <laughs> so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, I would even say that that's the main part of the kind of mentoring I do, like really guiding my clients back to this true self or this part of themselves, which is like really pure and yeah, the true self. Yeah. And then everything else follows, like even with, you know, manifesting the life that you, you dream of, like it becomes so much more easy and effortlessly when you're more in alignment with who you mm -hmm. truly are who you're meant to be, who you came here to be in this lifetime. Yeah. And that also helps a lot with if you are seeking inner peace. It really helps a lot towards that journey. Absolutely. And that leads me to maybe a third like main topic or question I would say the clients come to me with it is around like this self-love thing, you know, like how can I really accept myself? How can I love, love myself? And it also goes hand in hand what I said before, right? Mm. Like who am I really like? And, and then it's also easier to love myself, like how I truly am. So if we think about this process and we've discussed the three most common questions that you get, who would you say or what would you say is the characteristics of prospective clients that makes it clear to you or gives you the indication they're probably at this point in their lives not ready for this journey? Hmm. 
I would say like, it's always about like, how ready are you to really commit 100% or even more yes. than 100% to your inner growth? Like, I think that's the most, most important indicator for if someone is ready, like, are you really ready? And are you really able to commit? Yes to your own inner healing and that can be like a real transformational and not always easy journey right it can be like bring up a lot of stuff a lot of limiting beliefs a lot of wounding a lot of like hurts from the past that needs to be addressed before you can move on to where you want to go and are you really ready and willing to put in this effort to work on these things that come up so that yeah that is really something important. Yeah. And I think what I also want to just make clear is, and it goes back to what you just said, what is your willingness to commit to this? Is this really is a space where you absolutely cannot have unrealistic expectations? Because I think this is a journey and it takes as long as it takes. Exactly. There's no like timeline of... Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, it's a, it, this journey never stops, right? There is no point in your life or even beyond where you're already, like where, where your journey is, yeah. you know, <laughs> uh, is, is, is over. It's, it's a continuously journey of growth and development. And you always go one step further. You always go to one next level. So for our listeners who may be curious or who want to explore spiritual mentorship, how do you, because this is one of the things I also said in the beginning, I didn't really know where to start. Like, uh, <laughs> what do you Google, you know, what do you look for? Because unfortunately, I, as with every industry in the world, there are some stigmas attached to it. And there are unfortunately people who do exploit and take advantage of clients so what would you say you should be weary of and look out for and what should you be looking for? Yeah, no, that's a real, that's a big discussion. And of course, the internet is full of people who claim to be a coach or a mentor or whatever. And um, yeah, I mean, you have to do your research. First of all, you have to see, you know, who clicks with you just looking at the stuff you find online. And then I would always recommend to do like a session to see if there is um, a fit between the mentor and the client or prospect client, really listening to what your intuition is telling you. If you get a weird feeling, mm. I would, you know, keep on with your search. I would always be a little bit skeptical if someone tells you, like, for example, I um, show you how to get from A to B in X amount of time. So I don't know. It's not my approach. I'm more like process oriented and I want to be true and honest with my clients about yes. the amount of you know, work they have to put in this. But as I said, like there are a lot of other coaches and mentors that also do wonderful, but just completely different work. It really has to be a fit between the client and the mentor. It's really hard to answer this question. I would say like, for me, it's always about what's your gut or your intuition telling you. I know that can be tricky sometimes because it's not always easy for everyone to listen to your intuition. But I would really say like, really see it. Do you feel seen and, and hold by your prospect mentor? Do you feel you can open up? Do you feel you can find your own truth? Do you feel you can be open and vulnerable? Yeah. 
that's very you know, important that's yeah the, i think that may be the the itch factor for me yeah <laughs> <laughs> So I'm so happy to have had you for this episode. As always, I can talk to you forever and probably never get tired. <laughs> But is there maybe some last words of wisdom that you would bless us with and leave us with before we close this episode? Oh, no, first of all, um, thank you so much for having me. It is, it's always a pleasure talking with you. I could also go on forever. So <laughs> it's always very inspiring. I mean, that's also the thing, like for, for coaches and mentors, it's always a blessing to have wonderful clients. And you were one of my favorite clients ever. So, oh, I mean, it's, uh, I was super excited when you invited me to the podca podcast. So yeah, I have to thank you as well. <laughs> thank you so much. And for our listeners, where can they find you? How can they, if they are curious or if they'd like to reach out to you, Where do they find you? Where do they go? Yeah, I mean, I have a website. It's uh, called trueyoubydesign.com. And yeah, I'm on social media as well, like Facebook and Instagram. Uh, on Instagram, you're at Amira Rose, right? Uh, no, it's also True You by Design. Okay, okay. So what I'm going so to I do is to it. put those links into the podcast episode description for all of you so that it's easy to connect and reach out to Amira. Thank you so much for being here. And thank you for choosing coffee. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm so proud because I finished mine. I, I can't believe it. So. <laughs> oh, wow. I haven't finished mine, but I will now. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much for having the coffee with me. <laughs> okay. Ciao.